if you have to if oh sorry i don't know it's not i've never done that hey uh so you guys having a good time yeah. everybody having a good time yeah you know what the problem is let me tell you what the what this is the biggest problem that's happening in this room right now if you guys have ever come to one of these open mics in this room before um there is usually a heavy pot smell going on right now <laughs> and i think it helps with the laughter so yeah, if you could spark that up so we could... Oh, but that's a vape? Oh, yeah. See, we're not going to get a secondary off of that. Sorry, so... <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, that's very selfish. No, I have a friend who, uh, whenever I go anywhere with him, will be outside, and he'll be asking everybody if they want to, like, take a puff off of his pipe. And I'm like, dude, that's why no one sucks your dick. You know that? It's just... <laughs> All right. Are we, got, are we ready for our next comic? <laughs> Woo! Wait, I keep doing that. Always do that. Woo! Keep it away from your mouth. All right, our next comic coming up here in is Miss Sarah Cooper. Hello. 
Hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Sarah Cooper. I uh, worked in uh, corporate America in an office job for a really long time. Anyone else have an office job here? Yeah. Um, it's where I learned to be super aggressively passive aggressive. Um, I uh, hated my manager, and uh, so I signed up for this course called How to Deal with an Incompetent Manager, because I knew that all my training courses went to him for approval, so he was able to see that. Um, we always tried to solve problems uh, through email. So we'd email back and forth, and then the email would get too long until someone said, why don't we have a meeting? And then we'd have a meeting, and then the e meeting would get cut off. And so someone would say, let's go back to email. And then we'd go to an email, and that would go back and forth until someone said, let's have a meeting. And then we'd have a meeting, and that could get, uh, cut, off, get cut off. And then we'd have go back to email. And then we'd go back to a meeting, and then we'd email, and then we'd meet, and then we'd email, and then we'd meet, and then we'd email, and then we'd meet, and then we'd meet. Eat, meet, eat, and then we meet email, and then we email, and then we finally decided to just have sandwiches for lunch. Uh, so that's exactly what happened almost every day. Uh, I uh, I had trouble uh, speaking up in meetings. Um, I had trouble asserting myself. Uh, anyone else have trouble asserting themselves? Good job. You're doing good. You're you're doing good then. Uh, yeah, getting better. Um, I, uh, I felt like I had to say something meaningful in meetings, uh, but then I noticed that the salespeople would speak up even when they didn't have anything meaningful to say. And so um, I noticed some tricks that you can do to look smarter in meetings, um, even when you have nothing meaningful to contribute. Uh, one of them is you can translate percentages into fractions. So if someone says 25% of people clicked on this button, go, oh, about one in four, and make a note of it. <laughs> and everyone will be really impressed with your quick math skills. Um, another one uh, is to ask, will this scale? No matter what it is, just say, is this going to scale? No one knows what that means, but it makes you look really smart, like you really care about what's going on. Um, and another good one is if someone's giving a presentation, uh, it doesn't matter where it is in the presentation, just go, um, could you go back a slide? And as soon as you do that, all of your coworkers will think that you're going to brilliantly point out something on that slide that they all missed. You don't have to say anything. You can just kind of look at the slide and nod and, and then go, OK, yeah, let's move on. Um, and it'll immediately make you look super, super smart. Um, I worked at uh, Google for a while. Um, it was fun working there. It was all about being googly. Uh, the new Googlers were called Nooglers, and uh, the older Googlers were called Greglers. That was anyone over 30. Um, they had some trouble coming up with the name for the black Googlers, though, uh, so they decided to just call them Jake and Sean. Uh, they figured that was the easiest thing to call them, yeah. <laughs> um, there was, a, there was some trouble with, with sexism there, um, but you know, being like one of the only women there, people are like, oh, it's really hard being a woman in tech, but it's not that hard. You know, Here's my advice. If you're a woman in tech, be prepared. It was 1958, Uncle Sam said, boy, let's make the day. He cut my hair, give me suit of green, fed me mashed potatoes and ton of greens, I say. Like 
I started from in Memphis. Back home, I lay in bed till 10 o'clock and night and day, just rolling rock. They took my guitar and now they call me Joe and the only rock I'm not doing is at the USO. I say, uh, give me a whack, Mac, and I'll be back. I say, uh, move over, little dog. The big dog is moving back in. I say, uh, yes, I am.
Chamoto moto, penzi ni pige buse uchamoto moto. Kwa tukipenda na utulilala pamoja tukizungumza. Chasiri siri, buse uchasiri siri. Siri siri, penzi ni pige buse uchamoto moto. Tulipo kwa tukipenda na utulilala pamoja tukizungumza. Moto moto, penzi ni pige buse uchakimoto moto. Tulipo kwa tukipenda na tulilala pamoja tukizungumza. Siri siri, penzi ni pige buse uchasiri siri. Chakimoyo moyo, penzi ni pige buse uchakimoyo moyo. Tulipo kwa tukipenda na tulilala pamoja tukizungumza. Sika maleo, siku wajana sika maleo. Kisaki moto moto, penzi ni pige buse uchafaya ufaya. Tulipo kwa tukipenda na tulilala pamoja tukizungumza. Chamoto moto, penzi ni pige buse uchakimoto moto Tulipo kuwa tukipenda na tulilala pamoja tukizungumza Kisi chamoto moto, penzi ni pige buse uchamoto moto Kuwa tukipenda na tulilala pamoja tukizungumza Penzi ni pige buse uchamoto moto Kisi chafaya faya Kuwa tukipenda na tulilala pamoja tukizungumza Tumoto, kisi chakimoto moto Kuwa tukipenda na tulilala maratu kizungumza Kisi chamoto moto, mpezi mpige buse uchamoto moto Kuwa tukipenda na tulilala pamoja tukizungumza Chasiri siri, chakula chau, siku chasiri siri
can talk straight turkey. systems of government and so on and so on and so on. Printing technology confirmed and extended the new visual stress. It provided the first uniformly repeatable commodity. 
the first assembly line, mass production. It created the portable book, which men could read in privacy and in isolation from others. Men could now inspire and conspire. It was the print-oriented genius of the Western world that created an applied knowledge and technology unrivaled in human history and learned to manipulate matter, energy, and human life by breaking down every useful process into its functional parts, then producing any required number of each part. You was feeling like it was lost in the bush, boy? Just as pre-shaped parts became components of, say, an airplane, Human specialists became components of a great social machine. Mm. Compartmentalization of occupation. <laughs> Compartmentalization of occupations and interests bring about. <laughs>
waiting for the mail to come He's waiting for the dawn again Old man on the farm Milk the cow Slop the pig So long
Lab Black Plastic on Mutiny Radio FM.
something wrong. So somebody told him that, well, your wife was forced to stand and he turned into a dove, so he flew away. So now
jealous of this boy, you see, with this dog, because whenever he goes out, he could kill big animals, and this dog could kill big animals because it was so good. And another thing was this, this dog was so good because it was blessed by the uh, spirits. So one day they went on hunting and uh, so many people were jealous of this boy. They thought of how to kill the dog. So what they thought was, first of all, they hit the dog with a knob. After they hit the dog, then they will uh, skin it to make sure that it will not be, it will, it will not be alive again. And after they skin it, then they could bear it. So they did that one day while they were out hunting. The boy was not there, so they took the dog and they killed Machina. And so after they killed Machina, Machina was skinned. And after they skinned Machina, they killed Machina. So this boy was very sad that he could not find his As he was going home, he was singing this song. Yo guys na munungwa raim gayangu yaenda. Yo guys na munungwa raim gayangu machinam. Yo guys na munungwa raideyo yoenda. And then the response to this song is, Yaenda yo guys na munungwa raim. Yaenda yo guys na munungwa Others will sing. Yanda, your guys, Yanda, your guys, So the song goes on this. Your guys, Namunum, Guara, Yanda, Yanda,
at BlackPlasticumUnionRadio.fm. Donate some money to the station. Please, thank you. The state where I was born and raised My mother, how I hated to leave her Mother dear, who now is dead But I had to go and leave her So my children could have bread Perhaps, dear friends, you are wondering what the miners eat and were. This question I will try to answer, for I'm sure that it is fair. For breakfast we had bulldog gravy, for supper we had beans and bread. The miners don't have any dinner, and a tick of straw they call a bed. Well, we call this hell owner's friends, 
I must Bye. tell you all goodbye. Oh, I know you all are hungry. Oh, my darling friends, don't cry. George M. Chiru, when I So when so the parents came, they said, but what have you been doing here? Look, the animals came and they ate everything. Now the boy said, no, no. You were wondering what the miners eat and where. I am going to take care of it myself. So the mother was there very early in the morning. She was very careful to see that no animals could come and eat, and this could be careful. It was saying, Chizo Chem Chiru, Wanai, Chawe, Chijo Chem Chiru, Wanai, Chawe, Chijo Chem Chiru, no, Chawe, Chijo Chem Chiru, what grieves my heart so may I go with you, Johnny? Oh, no, my love, no. So they could eat again and went away. Now the father came and he said, Long time ago, uh, there was uh, the hare. And uh, the hare is known in the forest as the cleverest animal. And uh, every time he is always there to make a trick. So one day, he was uh, moving with his uncle the baboon. They said, well, the baboon said, uh, cousin, why can't you go and uh, visit my relative somewhere? Oh, the hare said, oh yeah, uncle, we can go. So they went on. Now, while they were on the way, they got a tree called Mundacha. And Mundacha, this kind of a tree, is the tree which uh, they use if they're eating something and um, they burn their throat, something which is hot, and they burn their throat. So instead of drinking water, they would take Mundatra and eat Mundatra, you see, so their throat would be cold. So they saw this um, twig, it's quite a twig anyway, it's not a tree. So uh, the baboon said, now cousin, do you see, here is Mundatra. So if I can get anywhere and I'm eating something and then I bend myself, please, when I say go and pick Mundatra, you'll come and pick this, this, this tree. Oh, yes, you know, that's okay, uncle. So they went over for about 10 miles. Down they go to the place, and then while they were there, they, oh, there was a nice chicken salsa. Mm. So well, everything was there, and uh, while they began to eat, and the baboon, you see, did not like to eat, I mean, the, 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 the hair to eat, you know, this nice dish. He wanted to eat everything himself you see. so he thought of a trick he just you know because he was the he is the uncle and he's respected so he was to eat first so he had to eat first now he just 
took and just the first thing he took and put in his mouth. He said, mm, cousin, cousin, I'm going to the place. Can you go and find some doctor for me? Please, 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 please. Then the heir, well, he didn't know what was happening. He says, okay, cousin, okay, uncle. So, no, God, I just took and just the first thing he took and put in his mouth. He said, mm, cousin, cousin, I'm going to the place. Can you go and find some doctor for me? Please, 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 please. Then the heir, well, he didn't know what was happening. He says, okay, cousin, okay, uncle. So he went over and ran for 10 miles and took this mandata. And 10 miles back, 20 miles, and by the time I was back, the whole food was finished. Well, he was worried, but well, he said, well, the baboon made a trip to me. I'm going to do the same to him. So one day, uh, the hare had to brew beer at his place. And after he brewed beer, you see, he called all the animals of the forest, including that baboon. So the baboon came. While he was there, he gave baboon so much beer to drink that the baboon was so drunk that he did not know what to do. So he was just lying there on the floor. Then the heir said, Uncle, why do you lie here? Why can't I take you and go and put you in a better place where you can sit? He said, oh yeah, okay, cousin. He was drunk, he didn't know what he was saying. So the baboon was taken and the heir put the baboon on the on a root and uh, there are some trees with roots that you know that are exposing the, which are exposed on the ground so the, the baboon went to sit there and the hair took a nail and the nail the the, 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 the tail of the baboon on the on this foot so afterwards well all animals after the party, all animals went away and the baboon was there. So <coughs> the baboon, you know, was up when he was having his, uh, still a little bit of him. But uh, well, he was okay, he was still, he was not doing what he was doing. He tried to move, he could not because his, his tail was nailed there. So he tried again and so he thought the best thing to do was to sing. So he sang like this. Bagomana mushwe undogi.
Bonsoir American friends, I am Lynn Renault and I am indeed happy to tell you that Capitol Records has signed me to a contract. Soon I think you will be listening to my first record. But before our friend plays it, with your permission, I would like to tell you a little about my first trip to your country. It was only a short time ago that I arrived here to play first the Waldorf Astoria Hotel. I must not forget to tell you that it was because of the wonderful Bob Hope that I came to America. Bob heard me on radio and at the Moulin Rouge in Paris and brought me over here. In February, I did the television show with him. Since then, it seems that many exciting events have occurred. Recently, I played an engagement at the Coconut Grove in the Ambassador Hotel in Los Angeles and sang on another pop pop. Accompanying me to America was my manager, who is a famous songwriter in France and writes my special material, Louis Gasté, between us. He is also my husband. <laughs> also on the trip with me is my conductor, Pierre Pierre, my husband. <laughs> also on the trip with me is my conductor, Pierre Guillaume. I live, perhaps you know, you want to know where I live. I live in the country just outside of Paris. But I was born in the city of Armentiers in France. You remember Mademoiselle from Armentiers? It's not me, but perhaps to my grandmother. <laughs>
blackplasticmutinyradio.fm Only the names have been changed to protect the innocent. NBC brings you Dragnet. Dark hair. Hmm. Nothing else? No. 
Here's a copy of the letter. The usual. Read it. Yeah. Yeah. I have your daughter, Judy. Get, uh, what, what's that? $30,000. $30,000 quick if you want her back alive. Don't call police or I'll kill her. Contact you later. Signed, uh, what was it? The Wolf. Oh, Wolf. I can think of a better name. Come on, here we are. Got the original note, Joe. Lee Jones down at the crime lab. He's checking it for prints and handwriting. Well, if he was... Oh, hi, Dave. Uh, right on the house, boys. She's waiting for you. Thanks, Dave. Joe, Ben, in the living room. Mm, thank you. That's the way I see it, Mr. Sullivan. Now, you understand exactly what you have to do? Yes, sir. Uh, I'll do as you say. All right. Here are the two men who will help you. Sergeant Friday and Sergeant Romero. Homicide. Yes, sir. Uh, How do you do? I do. Mr. Backstrand, I... Uh, I... Are you sure about all this? He, he, he might get frightened. Uh, he, he might... Do something to Judy. Believe me, Mr. Sullivan, it's the only way. I know how you must feel, but we can't do anything else. Oh, all right, I. I want to see Mrs. Sullivan first. I, I'll be ready in a moment. Any developments? Yeah. Come on back in the dining room. There it is on the table. Second note from the guy. Telegram. When this come? About half an hour ago. Guy phoned it into Western Union from a public booth. Couldn't trace it. I see, Joe. Yeah. Be at Elysian Park, five o'clock this morning, near Balkan Drive. Come alone. Bring thirty thousand. We'll return girl. Don't tell cops. Kill her if you do. The wolf. 4 a.m. now, Skipper. Not much time. I know it. We'll have to do as he says. No other way. Then Sullivan's going out there alone? You're going with him. You and Romero. He'll be hidden out in the trunk of the car. Any plan? Get him. That's all. Ben and I went out the back door and into the Sullivan garage. We jammed ourselves into the trunk compartment and Harris closed the door on us. The latch was fixed so that the door could be pushed open from the inside. A few minutes later, Mr. Sullivan came out, got in the car, and we drove off.
Are ye on a raft without a paddle? We'll gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to get and come. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I'd bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off. For <laughs> it's in duty, this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer cottage on the mountain ridge with the kayaks. You know, <laughs> just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday 8 to 10 down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy. Save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby.
Hey, me and Nears Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz, Latin, gospel, hip-hop, and traditional folk ballads. Great stuff. Check it out. Labor and Love is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve somebody. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. San Francisco, if you're looking for some delicious late night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside you can find counter offer, and offering you amazing late night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit, it's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini and creamy-licious mac and cheese. You like tacos? Then get them! And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads gonna come up with next? Go to the counter-offer inside of Brenda's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Hammer off a son! Welcome, Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage.